Okay, gentlemen, this is the beginning of your loving slaps in your face. Loving, we're gonna do a lot of loving slaps. Why might a husband think his wife is overreacting or hypersensitive in these situations? Okay, I'm not gonna read this in detail because it's here for you to read in detail, but here are the most common ones that we've seen. A misunderstanding of the trauma response. Most of us are not adequately trained in female psychology with normal female psychology. Most of us can barely get a woman on a normal day, okay, let alone when she's been traumatized. So in hopes of resolving the number one issue here, we've provided this workshop, okay? Number two is similar to it, limited understanding. So we have a limited understanding, we have a, a misunderstanding. Now, we're used to hearing about us being defensive, but take a look at this. Sometimes we are, a spouse is overacting or hypersensitive can serve as a defense mechanism for her. Okay? Sometimes for us, it's a defense reaction, defensive reaction. Sometimes we're just like, okay, can we get this away from me? Can we stop focusing on me and how I've been all the problem? If you're like me, what, this is one that was major for me. Can we just get back to normal? Can we just stop with all this craziness? The phrase, why do you want to hold on to your pain? Why do you want to make everything harder? Okay, can't we just get back to normal? Um, expectations are social conditioning. Okay, everyone else doesn't react like this. Emotional reactions are betrayed. Spouse might be unfairly categorized as an overreaction, hypersensitivity. Be very careful, brethren. One of the fastest ways to get yourself into psychological trouble is to ask other men if they think your wife is overreacting or if she's being hypersensitive. We see this all the time. Guys will give their friends half of the information. The guys are like, oh, dude, if I were you, I would kick her to the curb. If I were you, I would not tolerate that. Oh, she's got boundaries. If I were you, I would have boundaries. Sadly, the guys hanging out at the water cooler are usually ones who are struggling with their marriages anyway. Uh, comparison to others, I hinted on that a second ago, but here's one, guys. You know how we talk about this new generation who they aren't willing to do the work it takes to have a, a car? Look at that kid over there. He wants a cell phone for nothing. Look at that kid over there. He wants a car for nothing. He wants a job for nothing. Gentlemen, welcome to the work that they said it was going to take to heal this. Most men were hoping it was less work than it's going to be. Okay, I know I did. Are we done yet? Are we done yet? Are we done yet? I sound like a little kid in the backseat of the car. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Okay, you can be like me, guys, and you can say, are we there yet, over and over again. All right, any of this on the right target? Am I in the wrong place? I'm going to just refer to this comment that was made. It comes from a place of desperation, okay? Not about hateful or immature, just desperate. Please, brethren, recognize that we know that, and most of us come from that place, okay? This horrifying, and this is why when we set the stage for this class, we were very careful. We did some research on it, and most of the research suggested <clears throat> that we come into this heavy-handed, shame-based, high pressure, okay? We already know that's not going to help because we already know 
<clears throat> that you're not here because you're bad. We're not here because you're hateful and you're not here because you're immature. <clears throat> we are with you on this. We are not pulling you through this. We are with you. Okay. Let's look at some other things that we're going to be running into as we take this journey together. All right. How might a wife's recovery from betrayal trauma be compromised when if a husband reacts as described earlier? Now, the reason I added this section is because we really do hate making it worse. So this is not a criticism. This is just a let's work together to make it so things don't get worse. When you respond with a misunderstanding, defensiveness, a impatience for normalcy, an expectation of social things being compared to others normal, this is the reaction you're going to get, usually. She's going to experience an invalidation of feelings. She's going to say, with like, you're not even paying attention to what I'm thinking. She's going to trust you less, and you're going to go, why do you trust me less? I didn't do anything worse. I'm just frustrated that you're not getting over your issues. She's going to increase her isolation, which means you're going to be left out in the cold even more. She's going to act like what you did when you were impatient re-traumatizes her. You're going, why are you acting like I just hit you in the face with a shovel when what I did before would make sense, but me just going, really, woman? You're going to treat that as if I did it just as bad? She's going to experience lowered self-esteem, but most women have two different ways they show that. Some of them become desperately depressed, and some of them just become angry. It's going to screw up her ability to communicate. Her ability to use words is even going to be worse. All right? Now, here's one I want you to look at closely, brethren. We were talking about this in marriage repair earlier, where you can start to see very clearly what you're doing wrong. You're going to see clearly what she does wrong, but you're going to have to pay attention to how Satan makes PTSD even worse. All right? He makes it more scary with her memories. I'm not going to talk about these in great detail right now, but I just want to give you the general idea that when he sees an opportunity to make you more frustrated and you more impatient and you more intolerant, and he has an opportunity to give her more pain and more fear, this is just a detailed description of how he does it. All right? Now, I just want to give one more piece here. When we get it right... When you go, okay, maybe there's some science behind her reactions. Her intrusive memories are going to decrease. Her avoidance is going to decrease. Her negative changes in thinking mood are going to decrease. You can read the rest of this list. Remember that mental health encompasses a broad spectrum of influences, including biological, psychological, social, and spiritual. Okay, brethren, we want you to get through this with the least amount of pain possible, all right? So as Seth walks you through the science behind PTSD, we're not saying that you don't have some PTSD also, okay? If you're a normal person, what you're going to see is the double burn victim scenario. We have her 
laying in a three degree burn unit. And we have you a better two away in the three degree burn unit also. So as you study the science of what Seth is about to share with you, we already know it's not unilateral. He's going to be referring mostly to increasing your awareness of what she's going through. But we want you also to be aware that of what you're going through, that we already know that you are traumatized. You're traumatized by what happened that she did to you before you did stupid stuff. We are aware that you're traumatized to what she did to you after the stupid stuff. Okay? This is not a unilateral conversation. We're not coming to you and saying, look what you did to her. What we're saying is, look at what has been done to your relationship. She is traumatized and you're traumatized. But because we have so much confidence in you as the presider, the provider, the protector, we believe that by training you, it'll make all the difference. Okay? And it's too complicated to try to train her at the same time. That's why she's not invited. We really need to get you educated and trained on how to get through this without confusion and a sense of stupidity. We want you to be able to walk around in your own home knowing what's going on and knowing that you can do something about it. 